Hello, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Oh, baby, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you remember that dude on Storage Wars where people oh, are like, how much yeah. money do you want to spend? This one, has, this big storage unit is full of pictures of their kids, a broken bike, and uh, half of an LCD TV. And my man is and like the mystery box and the mystery box with four ingredients. And my guy, instead of saying like, I would like that, please. He swings and they're like, yep. And they just have to like decipher <laughs> the intention behind that. Cause it always means I will pay more money for that. Mm-hmm. What, what a wild way of doing that. Huh? I can't go to, I can't go to the, uh, the Kroger and just take muffins up to the register, and they'll be like, "That'll that'll be two two ninety five. And then I'm like, "Yep." They won't know what that means. Well, you don't need a catchphrase in the grocery store the way you need a catchphrase on a reality television program. Do you think he's when he's like doing storage unit buy offs, not on TV? He's still yup. Yeah, I don't know if you see him on the street and you and you say, "Do it, do will, it." Will oh, you it? know he'll. That's without question. <laughs> So, uh, this is wonderful. This is a show where you know what the kind of show this is. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, we are we are late doing this episode, and we'll just put the ca- lay out our cards so you can see them like a bad poker player does it because you're not usually supposed to show the cards because <laughs> then everybody knows what cards you have and they can beat you at the game. Yes, uh, we like. You listening to this show, statistically, I'm assuming, yeah, uh, are not in the best shape no. of uh, mentally speaking of our lives right now. We're like little gargoyles perched on our furniture, just waiting, just ready to pounce. Quite, quite literally, just uh, tense. At certain parts of this week, I, quite literally perched on the edge of the couch, uh, mm-hmm. my claws dug into <laughs> the fabric, just sort of screeching. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, we could go into detail, I think, about uh, what happened on election night and what is still happening and how hugely disappointing and disconcerting and maybe a little bit hopeful about what can still happen. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't want us to do our usual thing. I think of where we're just like talking about things that we love and things that we're into, which is what we usually do when there is so much at stake right now, because I don't want people to think that we are ignoring that or trying to move past it. Uh, because I can, I can assure you just based on the cumulative hours of sleep we have gotten over the last two evenings that is we are extremely preoccupied with it as as well yeah yeah i mean do i still like peanut butter and a pretzel yes yeah is this do the i most... like cream cheese on a bagel yes yeah but you... did i feel like researching the history of cream cheese on a bagel <laughs> no no i didn't oh so that's rachel's <laughs> way of telling you that we have it's we haven't really some weeks it is tough for us to really batten down the hatches and say we're uh, uh, to, today, I have spent some time researching cream cheese on a bagel. <laughs> this week, it's inconceivable. Um, but we didn't want to, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking for myself here, but I felt like if we didn't put out a show this week. The terrorists win. Yes, the terrorists win. It would be like us saying, well, nothing wonderful in the world. Sorry, guys. 
Yeah, no, it may seem that way a little bit more than it did uh, Tuesday morning, but yeah, um, yeah. So uh, literally, Rachel and I have sat down in my office. It's nine twenty-two a.m. Central Time, and just kind of pressed record. And we're not a hundred percent certain what is going to come out. So far, it's been a sort of at length storage wars discussion. Mm-hmm. Not really sure why. Um, you know what I was thinking about is when we started this show. Yeah. It was in reaction to a problem we were having, watching reality television and feeling like it was terrible. Yeah. So we thought, let's do a show where we talk about wonderful things. And then the world progressively got more terrible. And now we're in a situation where it's like, should we start talking about space? Maybe. Just exclusively space. Let's talk about space. Space. No air. No oxygen. So already, you're at a pretty steep disadvantage there. What about under the sea? I mean, you know I like that. I guess we have talked about that a little bit, huh? (laughs) You know what? Yeah, I mean, especially our cruise episode. I'm like like into that whole aesthetic these days. I know. Mermaids. Yeah. Whales. Yep. (laughs) Anemones. Sometimes I say that word just to brag about how I can say it. I know, you seem so confident saying it. I read a book. It was like one of those like... um, uh, young encyclopedia. What was like the brand of like young encyclopedia? It wasn't uh Britannica. It was the it was encyclopedia with a Z at the end. It was enzy- encyclopedias, uh, <laughs> and it had a a little like mnemonic device for how to say that word. And it's like oh. asking somebody if they have any money, <laughs> any money, any money. They could have ah. just they could have referenced Eddie Money. And they could have just said, just say Eddie Money really <laughs> fast and was the time you're gonna get through it. Mm-hmm. Um so we've talked about just kind of going through some of the older episodes and relitigating the yeah. things that we talked about then. Yeah, and or just, you know, maybe uh maybe reminiscing about a, a time where we could talk about orange soda. Yeah. I mean, maybe we can go, maybe we can go kind of hard on the small wonders because like mm. it, it, uh, the things that are my interests, which is to say like shit, like video games, like next week, if this election wasn't happening and, uh, so contested and, uh, you know, really taking the, the, the wind out of our sails, uh, next week there's a new game console that comes out and like, that's really exciting. Harmonix has a new game that comes out next yeah, week. But you got like besties. there's so much cool. You got besties for we that. We got besties for that, I guess. But it is, I mean, it's something I'm excited about. It's something that like I, it, it is weird to, and sort of guilt inducing to have something that I'm looking forward to when, uh, the other like 96% of my brain share is like completely occupied. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about um, how you've been staying on top of things, uh, your uh, various clicks and clacks and your your 3 a.m. phone checks? And Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not proud of it. I've mostly <laughs> been sort of dialed into, uh, I don't know, four or five different. I've been looking at Twitter again. God help me. Uh, yeah. Because I it it is... I've curated my list down to a point where I feel like I'm getting pretty good information from it. Um, I mentioned that because I, I communicated to Griffin that I was basically hanging around one site, just watching whatever they showed me, and he was aghast. Oh, no, I've got a plurality <laughs> of, I dip into 538, I dip into NBC News, ABC, I dip into WAPO, I dip into, mm-hmm. I, I, I get that Times needle. <laughs> <laughs> Not proud. I mean, the needle is not a great needle, but sometimes I just, I, I yeah, I don't, uh, 
I don't love the way it makes me feel, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was up until about 3.30 th- last night. Does it um, connect you back to your journalism days? Do you feel that journalism rush of like, I'm, I'm in the middle of it? Um, this is history. Happening. No, no, because I mean, I uh, so I did uh, an, a stint as a sort of statewide reporter on the 2008 election for MTV News. I don't really talk about that a whole lot because it was just such a weird thing. They had mm-hmm. uh, representatives. They had like teen representatives. Well, not teen. <laughs> I, was, uh, I guess like 20, 21. Um, but they had. Uh, young representatives from each state covering the state uh, for for the 2008 presidential election, which was uh, Obama's uh, election for the first term. And it was so like, the writing was so on the wall, maybe not in West Virginia necessarily, but like (laughs) everywhere else that it was, uh, I don't know, exciting. I was at Marshall University. And so like talking to Marshall students was like typically like pretty, you know, exciting and it made me like have to give a shit about the election in a way that I really hadn't hadn't before because I was coming from a I mean the last presidential election I was coming in from a fairly sheltered yeah uh, you weren't particularly political I would say I wasn't particularly political I was I was you know uh, I was left-leaning but like when I was like embroiled in the especially like in 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 the Southern Baptist Church where we grew up like those those leanings weren't necessarily uh catered to or nourished yeah. or tended to in any kind of way. So yeah, the 2008 election was just like a fucking sugar rush because it was like I'm me learning about all these things while also sort of blossoming into my my liberalism uh yeah. and yeah. This doesn't feel quite like that. <laughs> this feels different. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how we got off talking about that. Okay. But uh, anyway. do you have do you, before we get into the relitigation? Do you have any small wonders? A thing that you are kind of kind of into, kind of excited about? Um, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, holiday decor. Okay, has been a more appealing to me this time around. I was never somebody that you know really uh, really went hard in the in the seasonal. Uh, seasonal trimmings. Yeah. But this year I've found it really helpful and kind of like both like helping our son kind of get <laughs> get adjusted to time as it passes. Yeah. Uh, but also to kind of remind myself and make things feel different. So we had Halloween uh, little window clings. Yeah. And I was talking to Griffin about how maybe we get Thanksgiving window clings and maybe we become oh. a, a window cling family. When Crimbo comes around. Oh, oh my God! Crimbo and Hanukkah. How many? How many menor? A menor for each room. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, I I think I'm going to be pretty insufferable about that this yeah. year because uh, we're not doing anything else really for the holidays. So yeah. let's get gaudy about it. Um, what all right. about you? Me? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean. Video games are pretty good right now. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> I mentioned Harmonix has a new game coming out next week, and it's basically a video game version of Drop Mix, which I've talked about on this show. It's the one you, where you put the cards down on the board oh, and it makes a remix yeah. of it. Uh, but you can like do remixes with other people online. I've been watching footage of it all morning, and it looks like something that could be really, really funny. I would like to like stream it and just try to put together the worst sort of mashup of you know, bad guy and all star that, it, that I could possibly do. Yeah, that might be fun. I wish it was out right now. So I could do something to take my mind off of uh, 
the stuff. But yeah, I mean, this is such a this is always a really exciting time for for games, which I care deeply about. And you know, we're about to get two new consoles and all the big late fall blockbusters. So you know, that's cool. That's cool and exciting. My Animal Crossing renovation is also nearly done. Like, yeah, whew. Griffin got back on the Animal Crossing. It was wild to hear you talking about turnips again. I just tore everything down to the studs. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking good. It's looking promising. I think I'm going to win the big prize. I saw that you had a like a picture of an island that you were using as inspiration. Yeah, I've been looking at a few. God, the Animal Crossing New Horizons like fan base has like really... Uh, what's the word, like coalesced around like a few different like aesthetics and a few different, so there's like cottage core and there's <laughs> uh, like clutter, cluttered, clutter core and like all of these different ways that like natural. And so it like just, I wanted to get a little bit more natural with my layout. Yeah. And so I've been, I've been looking at different layouts to get mm-hmm. there. So nobody cares about that. So let's talk about the past. Yeah, let's take a little little trip. Boy, this is going to be wild, huh? Uh-huh. Because it would seem, it would be, I think, pretty irresponsible to talk about the grand prize game in this climate. <laughs> it would be irresponsible to talk about, um, let's see, getting a haircut. That doesn't play so well in November yeah. 2020, I think. Yeah, Foursquare, difficult to play. Difficult to play. I mean, a lot of these... Um, Rachel's chili. Rachel's chili. <laughs> Rachel's chili. It's so loud. Episode seven, <laughs> Dog Beach. Rachel's chili. Let's get into that. Yeah. So for those of you that were active during the Max Fun Drive this year, you may have seen a little video of me making it in our very own kitchen. This is something that I think, uh, I think, continues to enrich our lives. Absolutely. Uh, as the weather gets colder, it continues to seem like a good idea. Yes. Um, I, I would recommend today just as heartily as I did in the past. Crockpot beans, tomatoes, ground beefs, spices. Lots of spices. Lots of spices. Mm-hmm. Or ground turkey. You pour that in a crockpot, get that meat potpourri. I almost certainly made that exact reference when we talked about Rachel's chili last mm-hmm. time. But it holds true. It does. You make that on a chilly Sunday. Getting it going at 10 a.m.? Fuck. <laughs> now, I want to ask you about pumpkin yep. spice. Pumpkin spice, Are interesting. Are you still team pumpkin spice? No. Well, <clears throat> not drinkable. <laughs> I didn't know if as you had aged, the sweetness of pumpkin spice had, had become a little kind. did I talk about PSLs? Or like, was I specifically on that tip? Or was I talking about like a pumpkin spice? A, a, a pumpkin bread, a pumpkin muffin, uh, the Trader Joe's little pumpkin Oreo guys, I forget what they're called. Uh, like, absolutely, sign me up every time. Because it's pumpkin and pumpkin solid and pumpkin, you eat a solid food. <laughs> right? It's pumpkin, pumpkin solid, and you eat a solid food. But a drink <laughs> of pumpkin? A drink of pumpkin? Well, it's more, I think you talked a lot about like the combo, right? Of like the cloves and the cinnamon and the nutmeg. Oh, that's all. Oh, yeah. The spice itself is like amazing. Yeah. It's super duper good. But like, I, I, I you know, the word that almost always follows pumpkin spice is latte. And it just, I cannot do a sugary drink beyond my sugar-free hazelnut coffee mate. Like mm-hmm. that's as, y'all, that's as wild as I'm willing to get. <laughs> I'm not going to name names about members of my family, but Justin will bring in some truly buck wild coffee creamers. 
to his to his scenario. He likes the seasonal flavor. He likes the seasonal flavor, but then like I'll, I'll you know I'll visit and he'll have like cinnamon roll coffee creamer, and it's like is that too much for you? It's too much. Sometimes you, I'll because look. you eat it. You the cinnamon roll is solid, <laughs> and you eat a solid. Do you know what I mean? I mean a hazelnut is a solid, but you'll still barely. Okay, barely. <laughs> Uh, I mean, let's talk about, you know what I've actually been really into again lately? Episode 14, Tomorrow's News, chess. I've been watching, uh, YouTube videos where this oh, very, very polite, uh, Russian man, uh, runs through chess games very, very quickly and describes like what makes them interesting. I forget the name of the channel and that's a shame, but I watched it because I really want to watch that uh, Queen's Gambit show that's on Netflix because uh, yeah. I love good chess programming. But you're doing research before you do? Well, it doesn't like go into the show. It like talks about one game from the show or oh. like I watched an episode that was about searching for Bobby Fischer, which is a movie I barely remember, but he's like, here's what happened in searching for Bobby Fischer and it's based on this actual game that happened, only it makes a divergence here and you can see why i don't know like i don't still i still don't think i'm a very good chess player because once i have to start thinking about like more than one move out i my brain just stops functioning but i I, god i got a hankering for chess i know i do want to watch that show i do much like i like movies about baseball i do like movies about chess yes uh even though i am not one who plays it (laughs) my hope is that you will watch it and then be like Let's play a little bit of chess. I just I promise you it has been so long since okay. I have played chess that I am not I am I am not going to be a People particularly that skilled. Play chess, bring an energy to the game that makes me as a novice feel a little uh off balance. Yeah. Because they're like, Oh, well this and they, I'm still trying to remember what the pieces do. Yeah. So it's hard for me to be like, Oh, you're five moods ahead of where I am right now. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you could do what Henry does and just like, if you have a rook, it can smash into all the pieces. Yeah. And then they, and then they go to jail. He does know the names of the pieces, which sounds impressive when he's talking to people. Yeah. Until you see him put the <laughs> fucking Riddler on the board. He's like, this is the Riddler. And uh, he allows me to stomp on all your guys. Quick shout out. Episode 26, the lightsabers. Henry's been curious. Henry's been, y'all. <laughs> he's been curious. He's been he's seen the force and he's been like, tell me more about this. Uh-huh. Tell me more about this. He'd love stormtroopers so much. And I want to tell him like, man, that's really sort of we a watched stand-in. a little bit of it. And there's a scene, you know, where they're trying to escape the Death Star. And as they're pulling away, Henry's like, are the stormtroopers OK? <laughs> <laughs> and we- Rachel and Rachel said yes. yes and I are. looked at Rachel like, hun. They're okay for like the next like eighteen minutes. <laughs> well, what but I do said you remember is, what happens at the end of Star Wars? What I said is, and this is a good lesson for everybody, really, is there will always be stormtroopers. Maybe yeah. maybe those four or five we saw on screen aren't going to be okay, but there will always be more stormtroopers. But I don't know what it means. That's a scary. Like when you say that to me, that is a scary sort of statement about the the. Yeah, uh, that's true. The sort of <laughs> for him, it is reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> the constant of fascism in like uh-huh. all of its forms. But Henry hears that and he's like, oh, good. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they look really cool. They do. He was really confused why they couldn't use lightsabers. And I was like, well, it's possible that some of them could be force sensitive in some way. But like, you yeah. know, Finn used one. He was a former stormtrooper, although he didn't really end up being the sort of like, 
Jedi focus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think it's confusing for a young child because Darth Va- Darth Vader looks evil, right? Yes. He's got like an evil look. But Stormtroopers, yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's kind of marshmallowy. You know? uh, yeah, I think it takes a little bit to learn that a bunch of people holding guns dressed up in combat on gear. <laughs> That's fair. In sort of uniform combat gear, um, working for Darth Vader is a bad thing, just mm-hmm. generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, so episode 18, Amazing Race. We uh, were pleased to see that the new season has started. Watch the first episode. Oof. It existed like pre-COVID time. So they are just running all over the world. Unmasked. Not un- a care. First episode. <laughs> first episode was the steel drum episode. And I wanted oh, to share. Man. I wanted to share. You know, I, I don't see myself as a contestant in these shows particularly often. I almost all every single yeah. episode, every single challenge, I am running the calculus in my head of whether partially or not I can because do it. I'm I'm so practical. I'm just like the way I feel when I get hungry would make it impossible for me to be a contestant on a reality show. Uh, but Griffin saw this steel drum challenge and was just like, "But I crush that." They had steel <laughs> drums numbered uh, the different space, like the different uh, tones were uh-huh. numbered one through eight, yeah. right? And then they had sheet music for what was the song? Oh, uh, Deo. Deo, yeah. I don't and, know what, if that's the actual title. And they had sheet music. They just had the numbers. And and I, I get that like musical ability is not something that everybody had, but like I saw this challenge, and for whatever reason, I was like, I would fucking crush this. <laughs> he is so confident. Rarely am I that confident about like you, you know if it's like roll this keg down the streets of Barcelona. I see that I'm like fuck no, of course not. But the the steel drum, ooh boy. I think I'd be a really accomplished deal. Yeah, it player. makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, you you are a, a video game enthusiast, and you bring that skill to those types of challenges for sure. Yeah, uh, not sure how video game. I guess Donkey Konga with the little drum. Well, no, like controller. rock band, like where you have yeah. to t- translate the colors to what your hands are doing. It's yeah, that's kind of true. The same thing. Um, hey, should we take a real quick break and then we'll come back with more just sort of Seinfeld esque nothing talk. <laughs> Can I steal you away? Yes. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? (laughs) It's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. 
it can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain hey here's a grambio bomb and this one is for sydney and it's from JB, who says, Happy birthday, Sydney. I couldn't get you a booster box of Crimson Invasion, but I hope this message from your favorite podcast couple is just as good. You are a wonderful friend and beautiful person. I wish you the very best on this special day. I promise your gotcha pools will be filled with six stars. Looking forward to the next meetup. All right. All right. So Rachel what, said, Griffin, will you read this one? Because I understand very little. Uh, do you know about, what Crimson Invasion is? I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh I'm assuming it's a gotcha game of some sort. A oh, got, okay. uh, which is like, uh, oh my God, a gotcha pawn. You know what a gotcha pawn yeah, A capsule uh-huh. toy machine. It's like that, but for video games. And yeah. so it's like, spend a dollar and maybe you'll get a character that you want. But you oh. almost certainly won't. But spend 50,000 more dollars and maybe you'll get the character. <laughs> you still didn't? Oh boy, that's a bad beat. Six stars, though. I mean, even not knowing anything about this game, six stars is a lot of stars, and I would love, love to get me some of those. Uh, This next message is for John. It is from Olivia. There is no one else on this earth that I would want to quarantine or shelter in place with than you. You are my constant, my best friend, my favorite music director, and the most amazing cat dad to our babies, Leopold and Lenny. We are so grateful for you. My heart, my life, and perhaps a few of my french fries are all yours. Happy birthday, my love. That's huge. That's huge. The, the french, french fries, fries, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's so huge. Mm-hmm. I have I have recently, maybe I talked about this on the show, because I for sure talked about french fries, but like Henry's really into them, and he saw me eating them once, and he was like, hey, you like french fries too. And after thinking about it, I was like, yeah, they're my favorite food. Whoa. I like if I I've never once seen French fries of any caliber. News alert! News alert! And had any reaction other than "Oh, I can't wait to eat those with some ketchup or other sort of dip." Yeah. Now, now here is the question: mm-hmm. What format do you like your fry in? Just a regular thin crispy? Yeah, I'm not a steak fry guy, but like mm-hmm. uh, that's the thing with a steak. I like steak fries. I like a crinkle. Oh, a crinkle is good too. If mm-hmm. it's like I find that crinkles, they don't really do a good job of salting those in the kind of way that I like. Um, <laughs> it's a whatever, for whatever reason, like, you know, the, the crispy ones are, you know, more, more exciting to me. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the most important thing to be thinking about right now. <laughs> 
The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? Would I recommend Beef and Dairy Network podcast? Um, no, I don't think I would. Right, let me be very clear about this. Under no circumstances would I recommend this to anyone I've ever met. No, absolutely not. No, I couldn't. I feel quite sick thinking about the things I've heard. Please stop calling me. Please leave me alone. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, available at MaximumFun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms. Literally, just leave me alone. Oh, this is nice. Episode 22, Travelling with Rachel. Yeah. it's But it's, can I tell you, babe, it's been so long, I don't even... I mean, technically, we still travel together. It's just we have a child with us. Or even te- even more technically, we don't travel together. Well, we we sit in a car together and drive places. That's fair. That's like traveling. That is like traveling. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I love traveling with you. I can't. I, I I can't wait. That's sort of what makes this whole thing the 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 most intolerable. Is like, yeah, I really want to go. Uh, everybody wants to get out of their house, and some people are just like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Um, we're not in that particular camp, but I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, of course, as soon as the pandemic clears, I think we'll have a brand new baby. (laughs) So there will be a sort of localized lockdown. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hey, que sera sera, right? Don't know what that (laughs) means. Oh man. Song. Calling out a song. Episode 29. We were speaking of driving in the car. We were driving in the car and this came on my like Spotify shuffle. Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves. Uh, Been coming back to that album. Been coming back to that album. It's it's contemplative and it makes you feel so good. Slow Burn's got the good uh, jams. I, I I got back on that train a little bit after we watched Teenage Bounty Hunters. Yes. Pour, pour one the fuck out. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, now I'm, I've am i been listening to it sort of recreationally. Not for work. <laughs> <laughs> And that work, that work would be. Oh, sorry. I am. Um, uh, I work for the for CMT, Country Music Television. So I've got. <laughs> yeah, I'm pro. I'm doing a lot of programming there. <laughs> I want to just give a quick shout out to episode forty five. Um, which I not a particular topic on it, but the title of it was Frasiest. <laughs> It's probably not okay to like compliment our own goof, but uh, <laughs> that's good. One that I think hasn't really uh, aged particularly well, episode 61, uh, our live show from Austin, seeing rental scooters in a sad, destroyed kind of state. Whoa. Maybe it's just kind of here in Austin, but I feel they're like gone. Oh, they're gone. And that was a very fun, you know, looking up in somebody's balcony on like one of those uh like high-rise apartments on sixth uh and just seeing a scooter up there that somebody been like this one's mine uh and or seeing one forcibly crammed down into a sewer drain like that's fun but i think that era is is over big shout out to austin prop a got passed there was a prop austin um I don't know why you would know this if you don't live here, but Austin's a big city that is growing and growing and growing and has been extremely resistant to passing any kind of proposition about public transit outside of like, oh, we'll open up a new lane here. We'll uh, add bus lanes downtown. That's going to fix everything, but like not expanding the kind of meager light rail system that we have now. But Prop A uh, was on the ballot this election to... uh, 
address that and it it passed and that's very very yeah. very exciting because Austin is Austin deserves so much better Austin than Austin has like a sprinkling of public transportation. I mean the bus system's fine. Like the bus system yeah. is 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 fairly comprehensive if not like especially convenient for like certain routes. Uh we need a light rail system. We need a light rail system going north south on like a main drag and with Prop A that is uh looking more like a reality. So that's super that's super exciting. Austin's going to be transforming, I think, pretty wildly over the next couple of years. One of our friends works for this huge um, uh, project, this huge uh, sort of infrastructural uh, park project called the Waterloo Greenway down in the heart of the city. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. And they're making this beautiful, huge, like family focused kind of park. Uh, that's just going to be incredible. And renovating the the you know the creek itself and yeah, doing a lot of work there. Yeah, the creek itself used to just kind of be like sewage runoff. And yeah, I feel like they've really invested uh, in making it a place where people want to be. So it's cool. I feel like yeah. Austin. Whenever people talk about Austin expanding, it's always in the context of like you know some new huge like office complex or apartment complex, uh, which you know people uh, often rightfully sort of decry but i th- i feel like these two things are like the first time austin's been like we're doing big stuff and i'm like oh cool yeah like hey we're one of the country's largest cities maybe we should start really acting like <laughs> putting our back into yeah. it um i wanted to give a shout out episode 54 i am offering this poem by jimmy santiago baca mm. uh this is the poem with the corn you remember the poem with the corn? Oh, yeah. Pop full of yellow corn. Warm your belly in the winter. Oh, yeah. I think we could all use a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on reading the whole thing. I mean, I could. They know um, what you, you, you said. The one with the corn, and I'm I sure. said yellow corn, so. Our audience sort of lit up, I imagine. Just, just wanted to read this last stanza again. Please. Uh, I love you. It's all I have to give and all anyone needs to live and to go on living inside when the world outside no longer cares if you live or die. Remember, I love you. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? That is nice. Such a good one. Man, Poetry Corner, I will say I have been hitting that corner hard lately. Uh, There's a lot of good poems. There's a lot of good poems. (laughs) Listen, there are only like a finite number of soups. Yeah. But there are... Tons and tons and tons and tons of poems out there. Let's say episode 69, first of all, nice. Nice. Uh, The Billy Crystal Cube, which is another good name for an episode. (laughs) I did talk about crystals. I can't imagine I talked about their sort of like ability to channel energies or whatever. And I more talked about like crystal formations and how fucking cool that is. Because it is, I still think it's super cool. But we watched the, uh, uh, my next guest or whatever the, what is the David Letterman show called on Netflix, his interview show? I think it's my next guest. Yeah, I forget what it is. But he does, uh, he did an episode with Lizzo that was so delightful and, and, uh, genuinely insightful into an artist whose like work I have very much enjoyed for a long time, and she is deep in that crystal game. Yeah, she spent a lot of time talking about crystals, and I was just kind of like pleased at the way that the conversation went. You yeah. know, I feel they like- were clearly on two different sort of ideological, not ideological, but sort of like, uh, I don't know. I mean, David Letterman's like a crystal novice. You know, he yes. like has an appreciation for them, but doesn't know a lot of you know kind of uh, what some people would identify as like the 
the soothing powers of them. And so it was just kind of nice to hear Lizzo, who is not somebody, you know, that is is remotely pretentious or, you know, like uncomfortable to be around. Just kind of talk to an old man about crystals. And I saw, I gotta (laughs) say, you know me, I like a good tactile object in my hand. Some of those crystals looked pretty good to hold. They're like fancy fidget spinners, you know? (laughs) <laughs> well, I think there's probably a few people that would find that a bit reductive. But um, well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like if if you want something pretty to fiddle with, true, you know. I think your dad got me some bismuth. Yeah, because uh, you were talking about bismuth. I remember. Yeah, that's that's uh, maybe that's the start of what will be a new sort of a, a new sort of thing for me. I don't know where I'm going to keep a bunch of crystals. Well, I'll find a place for them <laughs> on top of the new gaming consoles. Yeah, that's great. That'll be that'll maybe that'll help me be better at my Call of Duty games when I'm trying to get all the guys. <laughs> trying to get all the guys, but I can't get there. Should I use cheat codes? No way. Let's put some uh, some bismuth up there. What? Get some opal. A little bit of tourmaline. Now the Katie ratio is looking pretty good. Some rose quartz. Get a little bit of rose quartz. You gotta be careful with that stuff. Ameth- amethyst. Are That's we just another naming, one. Are we just naming them? This would be fun. We can go back and forth. <laughs> Um, Ooh, episode 65. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going backwards a little bit, but checks Mix. Yeah, I may have uh, last night. Uh, oh, did you finish it off? I crushed it. I crushed it. I, I tried to go to bed so many times last night. I, I, I even dipped in that ASMR well. I got these like wraparound sort of uh, like headband earphones. I put them on, just cranked in a, like a three-hour ASMR mix. And I was you know like what? getting it. I was getting it. And then I was like... I wonder if uh, Atlanta's turned in and well, I'm up. And then I just came upstairs for two hours and ate Chex Mix. It was bad news bears, but you Chex know, Mix was good. You know what is wild is when I first saw those wraparound headphones, I had a moment where I thought, is Griffin going to start doing some early morning running? And then I was like, wait, no, 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 no. These are certainly for sleeping. This is the time of year where I could do early morning running. You could, running. yeah. I just really don't want to. I just really, really, really don't want to. Oh, episode 66, having short hair. This is not something I have anymore. Rachel's hair. How long would you... It's like collarbone, collarbone if not past it. Armpit length. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say collarbone, maybe a little... Yeah, no, that's right. I haven't had hair this long since I was in graduate school, uh, which was 2007. So it has been 13 years. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it is is wild. I'm using a lot more shampoo. Uh, I realized that I can't really get away with not combing it now, which is uh, unfortunate. <laughs> I think you know my proclivities when I when we first started dating. Um, you were a short hair, hair was, enthusiast. I was a short hair enthusiast, yeah. but but the thing is, and the thing that I've come to love is that your hair is so un- unimaginably soft. <laughs> oh, see now. You, do, you have that, I say this, and every time I say it, Rachel. I don't believe it anymore. You got that Sandra O hair. It's so oh, God, rich. It's the highest praise you could give anyone ever. Is it's Sandra rich O'Hare. and voluminous and soft. And now there's more of it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Episode 79, uh, I talked about chill hop or like lo-fi beats. And I can't think of a topic. I can't think of like a checkpoint in the history of our show that was more sort of transformative because that very quickly became... Virtually the only kind of music that I listen to yeah. anymore. Um, that's and I'm exaggerating a bit, but like 
uh, the things, the kind of music I used to listen to when I was like working, I had like an acoustic, you know, gentle, non-lyrical um, playlist that I just don't do anymore. If I'm like going for a short drive somewhere and need some like background music or I'm like doing some writing, which I've been doing a lot of lately, I just throw on some, some you know, lo-fi music and... I guess, I guess I get that. I see when I'm in the car, I kind of want to be hype. You know, I kind of want to be jamming out. I want to, I want to be like dancing in my seat in the car typically. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, if we have Henry in the back, like I can't really get away with that for, for very long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a why. like episode 79 is when I really start, whenever that episode came out is when I sort of found this new genre of music that I am now like completely embroiled in. Oh, episode 82, Crash Bandicoot. Um, <laughs> Is this me or you? <laughs> this is you. Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't watched Brian David Gilbert's Crash Bandicoot. Very good. A uh, little YouTube video. I would recommend it. Did I dedicate a whole segment to Crash Bandicoot or was that a small wonder? I, I don't know. I don't I don't know how to tell from looking at this. Well, if, the, if it has a picture of a little baby. It does have a picture of that's a baby. A, that's a small wonder then. Yeah. I can't believe I dedicated a whole segment <laughs> to Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> There's a new Crash Bandicoot game. I haven't played it. I feel like I may have been full of shit back then. I like his style and his attitude, <laughs> but that that style like 3D he's platformer. He's like a little like, uh, animal John Cena. He is exactly a little. He is exactly a little animal. John. Yeah, right. Gene he shorts? is exactly John Cena, the the Bandicoot. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool. Episode ninety two, Summer View, twenty nineteen edition. How freaking long the day lasts? Not cutting the mustard. <laughs> In November 2020. That's not 2020's fault. That's no. one thing that I can't lay at the feet of 2020. <laughs> Episode 107. Deep Hug Stink. We got uh, Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. So that one's not, oh, that one's not, yeah. that one's not doing it. That one's not so good anymore. R.I.P. We'll say Stump Sola, though, on the Babish channel is really scratching that itch. Yeah. If you've not and checked Clara has way. a cookbook coming out, supposedly. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. I think I want to close out my list at least with a uh, fairly recent episode 111 tiger's got a scratch holiday inflatables big holiday inflatables those are about to come back oh and we should talk about this just as a to couple. warn you it is going to be we're going to expand the roster at least by one we got a mickey we got a mickey and who knows we left and that you, mickey out into place in the garage it's safe okay um i mostly wanted to talk about 12 foot skeleton i'm so jealous oh, of everybody who got 12 foot yeah. skeleton our house is a bit uh, like recessed below the street Yeah. to a point where if we had a 12 foot skeleton in our front yard, he, he would just peek. be kind of peeking above He'd the just hedges. Peek over. And that's amazing. To, that would be so fun. But that was, it was like 300 bucks, right? It was not, it was not a cheap, well, enormous it was skeleton. Very, it was very trendy. So it's the kind of thing you trot that skeleton out next season. Everyone's like, oh, I see. I see your last season skeleton up out in front Are of your house. Are they going to do a fucking 15 foot <laughs> skeleton? At a certain point. You know, you know, shipping and logistics uh, fulfillment becomes a, an issue with a 15-foot skeleton. I don't know how to get one of those to my house, you know? Yeah, I don't know how anybody gets them to their house. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think they airdrop them, like Operation Dumbo Drop. Maybe, maybe they, you have to assemble them like some kind of doctor. <laughs> or, or some sort of paleontologist. <laughs> Just humming to yourself, the light bulb's connected to them. And then... And then you'd know how to put it together. What if next season they release an expansion pack to 12-foot skeleton and it's a 12-foot muscular system and then the next year a 12-foot nervous system and then skin 
and then you've just got a big guy, and then they'll sell clothes for him. Big clothes. <laughs> big, big clothes. You know, repurpose some Jinko jeans as oh, Crash Bandicoot fun. shorts. That's fun. Like those like cement geese, you know, where you can put a little hat on for Easter. Love that. You get I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, my grandma had one. It was. It was like a little stone goose and you could buy clothes for it depending on the season. So you could put a little trick or treat outfit on it and Halloween and then a little turkey outfit on Thanksgiving. And it was a way to just kind of acknowledge like through your front of house decor that yeah. the seasons were changing. Kind of like my window cling, but yeah. a goose. This seems like the kind of thing that I'm going to get corrected for. And maybe I shouldn't like die on this hill. But that really sounds like something that only your grandma did. It's not like a thing that everybody did. <laughs> oh, I can't did. wait. I can't wait for all the tweets you're not going to see about this. I don't this. know. It's not. Uh, it's not. I don't know if it comes in during. I don't know. If I get tweeted out about these stone geese when we're waiting some votes from Philadelphia, yes. I might fucking see them. That's <laughs> true. Uh, I just want to point out the kind of the funny, uh, the funny timeline here. Uh, episode 110, I talked about how Henry turned three. And then episode 111, I talked about birth control. <laughs> <laughs> well, you clearly, you were not practicing what you were preaching uh, at that time because True. you are with child. I am with child. We're dialing in on a name, which is very exciting. Not going to say it on this show. So please don't ask. But we're, uh, it's, that's very satisfying. I didn't, I was surprised by how much I wanted the second name to kind of um, coalesce with the first name. Yeah. I realized that if the name felt too different in like time period or tone, it felt like not appropriate to me. Yeah. So I always spent a lot of time trying to figure out like what's a good solid yeah. name to well, go we, with Henry. We also kind of knew the middle name, so it had to sound good with that, but. It, it took some doing, uh, but but I think we spent we've got a lot it. of time. Spent a lot of time going back and forth on that. Looking at a lot of names on the the baby t- name Tinder app thing, um, which I think we talked about on the show. Uh, yeah, a lot of stinkers, a lot of stinkers in the mix. But I think we I think we got a good one. Uh, I think that I think we're good. I think that this could be an episode. I think when you look <laughs> you at think it, we got there. I think when you look at it. And somebody listens to it, they'll be like, that was a, that was, I listened to an episode of a podcast. Pretty undeniably. (laughs) Uh, We don't have any submissions from our friends at home, which I apologize for. Uh, But we've been pretty, pretty, uh, I don't need to couch this episode any more than I think we already have. Yeah, we probably do have submissions. You're just saying that that we have not looked at them. We've not looked at them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Yeah, thank you, Maximum Fun, for hosting our show. I would really encourage folks to check out Maximum Fun uh, if you have not to see what else you might like to listen to. Um, yeah, I think that's probably it. I don't really uh, keep drinking water. Keep guys. drinking water. It's 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 uh, I, when this episode goes up, it doesn't take me very long to edit. Wonderful, so I imagine we'll have it up by you know, noonish or so. So like, who knows where things are going to be at that point. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. But, and I need to practice what I preach here, but like take breaks and give yourself a break. Not, not, uh, you know, I'm not saying like let yourself off the hook or anything, but I am saying that like, clearly there is so much work to do. There is so much work to do. And there is. And, and the news story that comes out, at 11.57, we'll still be there at 102 
if you go take a nice walk or eat a lunch or take you know? a nap. Yeah. Um, the thing that buoys my spirits is like seeing, you know, uh, marijuana legalization like sweep across the country, uh, the minimum wage increase in Florida, like passing by a pretty huge margin. Like there is a there is a a hunger for the work that needs to be done. So like, I don't know, it feels weird to put an optimistic spin on what's happening right now. But I think the, the best thing we can say is just to, you know, give your, give yourself a little bit of a break. You don't need to be there as every single vote is is called. Obviously, there's work to do in like curing ballots. And um, if, if, you know, if that's something you can do, you should look into how you can volunteer there. But um, I'm mostly talking to myself right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, be, be present for the things that you love. You know, I think it is easy, uh, to kind of disassociate right now. Uh, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> but, uh, that also means that you are disconnecting from the things that make you happy. And I think it's True. important to give yourself space in that too. I've, di- I've been dissociating so hard the past few days that I think I've technically been astrally projecting. <laughs> There's a little, there's a little ghost of Griffin that hovers. It just kind of floats, or it like explores the ether and like mm-hmm. trout. Yeah, it's um, it's. But it's he not, can reach the great. ceiling fans and dust them off. Dust them off, and I'm grateful for that. Me too. That's it. Bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.